This is the KFDM Morning Show Podcast from the most trusted news team in Southeast Texas. Good morning to you. Five o'clock on this uh, Tuesday morning. I think it's Tuesday. It's kind of all running together now, (laughs) Monday into Tuesday, uh, as we continue to keep you updated this morning on what's happening with what was Hurricane Nicholas. Now, I guess, could be classified. It is a tropical storm, right? It is storm, a tropical right? storm, Back yeah. Tropical yeah. storm stream. Uh, Dan Gresham, Jillian Furtick, Chad Sanwell. Uh, let me just say thanks to Chad and Greg Boswick mm-hmm. throughout the night being here updating. Hopefully, you got that information that you needed. Um, I know yesterday afternoon, everywhere you went, people were very concerned about what was going on. Uh, people waiting in line to get sandbags in a whole yeah. lot of locations. Hopefully they don't need them today. The rain totals have not been overwhelming to this point. No, in some areas it really depends on where you are. Crystal mm-hmm. Beach has seen over almost nine inches of rain have since really? yesterday. But yeah. again, we're not done yet because we still have a lot more rain potentially to come and it's still raining outside of our KFDM studios. Do good roofing 911. A little bit of traffic out there. But again, we've seen enough breaks between the heavy bands that we've been able to absorb what has fallen across most of the area so far. So good news there. But you go ahead and take a look at the radar and you can still see there is plenty of rain out there and you get south of Interstate 10, south of say Hampshire and Finette, we're looking at some pretty moderate rainfall. High Island back towards Sabine Pass, looking at some pretty good rains right now. Again, Crystal Beach has been by far the bell cow winner as far as getting the most rain so far with close to nine inches of rain. And as we zoom in, the heavy bands just north of there at Crystal Beach, High Island seeing some rain go up Highway 124 towards Winnie. They've also, they saw almost three inches of rain yesterday, not so much rain so far this morning. And then Sabine Pass also seeing some good rains. With the heavier rains, we've also seen some of our highest gusts, a couple of places getting over 60 miles an hour during the early morning this morning. And again, we still have a few more hours before this system kicks out of the region. High Island, one of the places, this is since midnight, 4.66 inches of rain, still raining at almost two inches per hour. Wind gusts have been as high as 44 miles an hour so far this morning. And again, temperature right now inconsequential at 72 degrees. But overall, again, we'll continue to see the rain in the forecast as you look at the six hour satellite imagery. Again, the area of low pressure that is Tropical Storm Nicholas is to the west of all that rain. So as the rain moves out, Nicholas will follow. And again, like we talked about yesterday, the west side is a very dry system. Yeah. The shear and the dry air is just really kind of eating at it. It's pushing it all towards the northeast, so we'll continue to watch it slowly move out of the area this morning and into the afternoon. Yeah, very lopsided, wasn't it? Very lopsided. I mean, yes. there was just almost nothing except on that east side of it the storm. It was weird seeing that on the radar it as really it was, was moving, yeah. Because it was also hard to realize where the actual center of circulation was because all the rain was so far out on one side. Not only that, but the center kept jumping around mm-hmm. because right. because of the lopsidedness. It just tried to reform in different spots. So there was quite a bit of jump instead of just that sequential movement. And again, what we've seen at some of those coastal areas where we've seen uh, higher amounts of rain pretty much the exception rather than the rule right yeah i mean we haven't seen a lot of rain i mean mid and south county you go north of sabine pass north of those coastal areas inch inch and a half since midnight right on top of an inch that they saw yesterday so a couple inches in the last 48 hours or almost the last 30 hours or so and again they'll see maybe another five or six inches before it's said and done and again would it be excessive in a lot of parts of the country but in southeast texas you know we can absorb a whole lot of rain we have the systems built in with our drainage districts to handle a lot of rain which is a good thing and hopefully we don't see that from these bands and the best part of it is you know like i said we're getting heavy band 
then we get a break. Right. Mm -hmm. It allows right. it to kind of soak in. Then we get another heavy band, and that's kind of what we've been seeing throughout the night. I think that type of rain will continue throughout the afternoon. Kind of interesting, too. I mean, because of the lopsidedness, you look at Galveston, and it's almost cleared Galveston already, the rain. They, they saw some big winds and some rains. I'm not sure what the totals ended up being around Galveston, right. but Galveston and northwest Houston, they're starting to get out of that rain area, and again, it's just going to be moving over. Yeah. The questions now, for Louisiana, does the okay. system stall right. or does it finally kick out? And that, of course, will be an issue over the next what, day or two. What comes into play? What would result in it stalling out? Well, it's going to get trapped in a weak flow. We talked about yesterday that ridge of high pressure over the east right. coast weakening, right. but the steering currents with it are so weak that once it gets to Louisiana, there's nothing to lift it out. The currents aren't strong enough to lift it out. Right. So that's a potential problem. A couple models say it's going to lift out. A couple say it's going to slow down. We'll have to see. Boy, last yeah. thing they need over there, right? More the rain, of yeah. recovery is more rain for sure. All right, obviously this is something we're going to continue to watch. We do want to tell you too, we are aware that Energy has already been reporting some outages, right? You were That's talking right. about that earlier mm -hmm. this morning. We have a little over 6,000 total, uh, about 2,500 in Jefferson County, and there's a big concentration in Port Natchez. Uh, but I was telling Chad, we saw uh, some people reporting blown uh, transformers. Well, that would, yeah, mm -hmm. that would take out a large area. Let's yeah. show you the Energy map. Uh, you, this is something you can access at home too. All you have to do is if you don't want to go specifically to the what you see there, which is I think etviewoutage.com, you can just put in search Entergy Outage Texas. It will bring up the Texas map. You can zoom in, zoom out. I have it pulled in pretty tight where on the left hand side of the screen, the bigger green area, that's Beaumont service area. Then you go down, you follow it down 69, you get into, of course, Port Arthur Sabine Pass and then across the uh, you know the lake there you get into Orange County but as you mentioned really the largest concentration of outage right there in Port Natchez anything red is outages and we mm -hmm. can also go in this morning and we can actually look at power on and off you can do it if you uh, look on the left hand side you can do it based on counties you can even do it based on zip codes. So again, if you want to look more, you're wondering, curious, of course, if you're without, it's not going to help you out too much. But if you're one of those family members, at least you could call or get in touch and say, hey, this is what they're saying. Because they'll, they're not going to give you estimated time of return of service right now because they're not getting out in it if they don't right. have to. So uh, give them a little bit of time. We'll continue to check on that this morning as well. Thank you, Chad. We'll get into the details of what we can expect for the rest of the morning. Right now at 5.06, I guess the best way to find out what's happening is just to go outside and see firsthand. Yep, and that's where Kelsey Borza is this morning. She started things off in Beaumont, and she's kind of driving around to some known problem areas. And what are you seeing now, Kelsey? Good morning. Yeah, we are trying to make our way toward Mid-County. We started uh, in Beaumont along I-10 there at 11th Street near the station and just very light rain 30 minutes ago. Nothing has changed right now. We are in the area of College and Major Drive and still a pretty light rain. The only thing that has picked up slightly here in the city of Beaumont, I would say, are the winds and it's gotten to the point where the rain is falling sideways. Uh, uh, pretty, you know, light rain still, even though it's coming down at a city pace rather quickly, but there have been no problems in terms of traffic or, you know, water pooling up on the roads. It just hasn't come down fast enough yet. So we do know that it is coming. We've continued to look at the radar and it's coming to our 
from uh, the south. So we're going to head that direction and we'll see what we can find. But as of right now in Beaumont, if you need to get out and get anywhere, it's still absolutely safe to do so. Uh, traffic has been flowing without a problem and there honestly aren't very many cars on the roads right now. I think a lot of people are staying home from work today in preparation and a lot of the schools are closed. So we haven't seen too much uh, activity out here at all yet, guys. Yeah, no reports that I've heard or I was going to ask if you've heard of any underpasses being flooded, mm -hmm. any issues in southeast Texas with that. I did hear of a traffic issue with a jackknife 18 wheeler, uh, but other than that, I haven't heard much. And the only thing that Derek said on his way in from Port Natchez that one underpass was a little bit flooded, but it could have even receded by this point because we have seen about an hour or so of yeah. light rain, thankfully allowing any pooling water to recede before we have another heavy band move through. All right. Thanks, Kelsey. You guys be careful out there mm -hmm. as you head south, and we'll check back in with you a little bit later on this morning. 509. Well, this morning we've heard from just about every school district in the region confirming their canceling classes, at least for today. That includes the largest districts in the area, Beaumont and Port Arthur ISD. Other districts in Jefferson, Hardin and Orange County is also closing at least through today due to weather conditions. Many say they'll make a determination later today about whether classes will resume tomorrow. For all the latest information from your school district, you just need to visit our website at KFDM.com. Join us again tomorrow morning for your daily news and weather from the most trusted team in Southeast Texas.